Oh, wow. I hope you like this podcast because I spent a lot of time getting ready for this one. Um, a lot of research and editing and finding clips and things like that. Doing something kind of different on the podcast this week uh, instead of just telling you about things that I have learned and hoping that you don't make the same mistakes. We're doing something a little bit musical because what does everybody love? Everybody loves music and everybody loves ironic, weird things. Well, we found something that blends music and ironic, weird things, and we're going to do it all this week on Take a Shower, Show Up on Time, and Don't Steal Anything. Let's get started. Hey, thanks for joining me for the podcast uh, this week. It is Season 3, Episode 2. Now, it's kind of arbitrary why it's Season 3 and not Season 2 anymore, or why we're not on Season 5. It's just kind of one of those things. It's like, oh, yeah, I guess I should change the season because I've probably done about a year or so. Um, Last week on the podcast, um, we talked about introverts. I talked to Abby, and it was probably one of the most well-received podcast that uh, that I've done on this uh, podcast. Um, let me look at some of the feedback. We basically talked about uh, to, to Abby, who is 28 years old, and uh, I work with Abby. She's a lot of fun. She's very funny. She's a smart ass. She's successful. And you would never guess by looking at her or having a counter with her at work that she is an introvert. And, and she really is. And I think that she's probably more introverted than a lot of self-proclaimed introverts. And I just thought it was really interesting. So I said, Abby, you got to talk to me about this. And so Abby related a bunch of really interesting stories. And I I think the lesson about that podcast with Abby was um, it's okay to be an an introvert. And I got a lot of feedback from people who are introverted and a lot of people who say that they're married to an introvert or their son is such a quiet person or their daughter likes to leave things early because she gets so burnt out on doing things. So let me read some of the feedback that I got here. This is from Taste Like Sarcasm on Twitter. She says, I am an extroverted introvert. That means I'll either talk your ear off like I've done four lines of Coke, taken 30 milligrams of Adderall and drank seven cups of coffee, or I'll be a Buddhist monk. Vow of silence mute. There is no in between. Uh, Thank you. You know what? I kind of do the same thing. Um, I will meet people and I'm so happy to talk to them that sometimes I'll probably talk a little bit more than I should or they expect. And then sometimes I realize, oh, I've kind of talked their ear off. And they start doing that thing where they look over your shoulder like they're looking for somebody to come rescue them. And I think I did that at the dog meetup today because I had such a great time talking to people. And then I would notice that they wouldn't respond anymore when I was talking to them. And I was like, oh, I've talked a little bit too much. Uh, Another one via um, Instagram. Uh, This is from Speen. They say, love your introvert podcast episode. It was comforting and made me feel not so alone. It helped me realize a lot. Thank you. Uh, One more email that we're going to get into the meat of the podcast this week, which I'm really proud of. And uh, we'll talk about that in a second. But it's going to have to do with music and things in music that didn't age well. And I'll tell you more about that in a second. Okay, this one is from Carrie. Carrie says, thanks so much to, uh, to both you and Abby for discussing introversion on your latest podcast. It definitely got me emotional, especially hearing Abby's stories. I related so much to what she was saying. I'm so glad that more people are talking about being introverted. Maybe I've just never noticed before, but it seems like more people are being more open about it. Society is changing its view on the topic and embracing it more. 
At a young age, I was taught to think it was a bad thing to be introvert, which we just called being quiet or shy. My mom used to call me personally, Dave speaking, uh, antisocial because I was like quiet and I didn't like, you know, want to chat with all the other kids at church and things like that. Um, So we did think of it as a bad thing. Anyway, Carrie goes on to say, being quiet meant you were weird. I barely knew what the word meant. All I knew was in my naive, innocent mind that it was bad because that's what I was told. Thankfully, now as an adult, I understand it's okay to be quiet and not the outgoing one. Of course, I wish I was a bit more extroverted and I can get jealous of people who are outgoing. However, I've come to wear the introvert flag quite proudly. I read the book Quiet a few years ago, and that's when I had a coming-to-light moment. That's when everything started making sense. That's when I realized I wasn't weird. I was me. Thanks again to the both of you for uh, talking about this topic. Sorry for the long email. That is from Carrie. And Carrie, you are more than welcome. Um, uh, I appreciate all the feedback on the podcast. Um, uh, Send feedback on anything on the podcast to Dave Ryan at kdwb.com. All right, a different kind of podcast this week. And once in a while, I just stumble across an idea and I go, you know what? I think this would be really interesting. It has nothing to do with me giving you advice on um, you know, things to avoid or mistakes not to make and things like that. It has to do with music and more specifically, lyrics that haven't aged well. Now, I'll give you a heads up. Some of these lyrics are really old. They go back even before I was born. Um, and some are a little bit more recent, but I'll be honest with you, every one of them is old because they have all aged poorly. What do I mean by that? These are lyrics that back in the day, they were perfectly acceptable and they were mainstream songs. And we're going to cover about six or 10 different songs that the lyrics have not aged well. The reason I got the idea for this is once in a while you hear a song on the radio and you go, whoa, that's weird. That hasn't aged well. I was on. I was in the car the other day with Susan, and um, a song came on Sirius XM, and I think it came on the Beatles channel because I love the Beatles. And it was a song that I'd never heard before by a guy named Larry Williams, and it was called "Short Fat Fanny," a song about how he doesn't want to date Long Tall Sally. He wants to date Short Fat Fanny. Here's a clip for you. And when I heard that, I was like, whoa, that would not work well today. People just would not stand for that. But back in the 50s, I think it came out in 1955 or so, it was kind of funny. And it's kind of an upbeat little song. I got a ton of these that I found. Here's one that doesn't have to do with like, you know, making fun of somebody being short or fat. But instead, this is a theme that we've all probably noticed in older songs, pop songs, rock songs, uh, singing about girls that are way too young for the adult male to be singing about. This is Chuck Berry, Sweet Little Sixteen. All over St. Louis and down in New Orleans All the cats gonna dance with Sweet Little Sixteen Okay, so there's a lot of songs that are kind of like that that have to do with an older guy singing about a younger woman. But there's one here's there's another kind of like a weird lyric that hasn't aged well. And this is about men beating on women and singing about it. And as I tell you this, I'm not trying to be funny. I'm not trying to be like, oh wow, look at this. This is a riot. 
that's not it. It's more like head shaking that we listen to this and go, wow, listen to this song from the Beatles. This is the Beatles, and it's a song called Getting Better. And it's an interesting song because it's very catchy and it's very upbeat. And Paul McCartney is singing about how, hey, his life is getting better. And he used to be angry, and now it's getting better all the time. Um, But there's one verse that's, I think, very dark. And he's talking about beating up his girlfriend. Check it out. I used to be cruel to my woman. I beat her and kept her apart from the things that she loved. So he casually just throws in, yeah, I used to beat her up, and now I'm not so mean anymore. I used to keep her away from the things that she loves, and, you know, I'm getting better now. What the actual fuck? Are you kidding me? Um, I And I love the Beatles, and I love Paul McCartney, and that kind of just brings to mind how times have changed, because this was not a hit on the radio necessarily, but it was a Beatles song. I mean, mainstream release Beatles song. And I guess back in the 60s, it was just maybe considered okay and hard for us to even imagine. It's like, oh, yeah, well, you know what? She steps out of line, got to smack her around a little bit. And we look at that from today's frame of mind and today's perspective. and We go, what? Okay, it gets even worse. From the creepier Beatle, John Lennon, this is a song called Run For Your Life. And it's basically about he's telling his girlfriend, hey, If you cheat on me, I'm going to kill you. So here's a little clip of Run For Your Life. I mean, what? Are you serious? And this is like, oh, just a happy little song that they put on their album. And uh, again, you just you can't even imagine that being a song today. Um, here is one that's a little bit different, kind of goes back to the underage thing with Ringo Starr. He did this after he left the Beatles, and I don't think that he even wrote this song. I think somebody else wrote it for him. doesn't make it any different. It doesn't make it okay. But this one's called You're 16. And I found one more that is uh, actually a couple of more. This is one that was, um, uh, okay, Stray Cats. They had a couple of songs um, back in about 82 or 83. Stray Cats were a band that it was kind of like rockabilly, and they still, you know, the, the, what's his, I uh, can't remember, the, the uh, Brian Setzer, I think, is the um, guitarist and lead singer. Anyway, this was a big song about 1983. I remember watching this song, uh, the video on MTV. And it's called Sexy and 17. Check out the lyrics. Here we go. Well, she's sexy and 17. My little rock rock queen. That's a little bit of sin. Got a little sin. And I remember watching this video on MTV and they had, the, they had a girl playing the part of the 17-year-old object of his desire. And even then... It seemed a little bit 
weird, but I don't know. What is it? I mean, it was a mainstream song on MTV, so times have changed. Um, but, but the ultimate creepy song that people just kind of like to make a punchline out of, this is about 1980, a guy named Benny, or Benny Mardonis, and the song is called Into the Night, kind of an infamous opening line on this song. Here you go. She's just 16 years old. Leave her alone, they say. I just watched the video of that song earlier tonight while I was getting the clips of all these different songs, and it's creepy as fuck because at the very beginning, when, uh, there's uh, the voice that says, She's just 16 years old. Leave her alone, they say. Um, an actor is playing the girl's father while Benny is knocking on the front door, and the father, who looks creepy and weird anyway, looks at Benny and says, she's just 16 years old, leave her alone. And then Benny turns around, looks at the camera and says, they say, first of all, Benny is not an attractive guy, um, but the whole thing is just kind of weird and gross. Songs that haven't aged well or lyrics that haven't aged well. Here's one that's kind of an interesting one and it sounds awful on first listen. First listen. Here it is. It's called Short People. Maybe you've heard it. Check it out. Short people got no reason. Short people got no reason. Short people got no reason to live. Now, that song came out about 1976 or so, and it was a huge hit on the radio. And uh, I remember that people used to talk about it and joke about it and thought it was funny. And then short people were kind of pissed and people laughed at short people back then for being pissed. It's like, screw you. We don't care. We're tall. We think it's funny. And if that voice sounds familiar, that's Randy Newman. That's the guy who sings songs for like Disney movies and Toy Story. Um, you got a friend in me. That's the same guy. Um, and I remember when this song was new and big, I kind of thought, wow, how can they get away with that? Well, I guess I realized later that it's a song about anti-racism because here you have somebody who is saying, I don't like you because you're short and you're stupid and you're nasty and you shouldn't even be alive. And I think you're supposed to listen to that and say, well, that's stupid. They're just short. Why would you want to discriminate against them just because they're short? Well, substitute the word short for Asian or black or whatever it might be. And then you start to, I think the message is you start to realize how ridiculous racism can be because it would be stupid to discriminate against people because they're short. I did not understand that when I was 14 years old or 11 or however I old I was back then. I don't remember for sure. Um, but now that I've heard it explained that way, it makes a lot more sense. Anyway, 
I thought that was very interesting. So I hope you enjoyed that. That is uh, song lyrics that haven't aged well. Now, if you miss, if you got one that I missed, let me know. We can definitely do another round of this next week on the podcast. Just send me a clip or don't send a clip. I'll find the clip myself. I mean, if you want to find the clip and send it, that'd be great. But if you know of a song where the lyrics are like really sexist, um, oh, I got one. All right. Oh, don't even want to say it. But you know the song Money for Nothing uh, by Dire Straits, about 33, 34 years old. Money for nothing and your chicks for free. There's a verse in there that you don't hear anymore with this on the album. Um, uh, and it goes, um, uh, let me think here. Um, let's see. That um, That's his own hair. That, that little blank has got his own jet airplane. That little blank, he's a millionaire. And it is the F word for a homosexual. So he would say that little and I don't want to say it because I don't want to be ever recorded saying that word. That little F has got his own jet airplane. That little F is a millionaire. And it's like, okay, back then I kind of got it because that's how a couple of guys loading a truck would probably talk. But 30-something years later, it makes you cringe when you hear it. Okay, so there's another one. If you can think of one, that's anything like just wow, send me an email to Dave Ryan at kdwb.com. Uh, hope you enjoyed that part of the podcast. Uh, every week on the podcast, I always try to pass along a little bit of information uh, or an idea or something that I've learned from either my book or that I'm going to put in my next book. And this is one that is kind of a forgotten chapter of my book that I don't talk about very often, but I really believe in this because not because I've experienced this myself, but because I've experienced this through other people. I've heard other people talk about this one. Uh, my daughter Beth has had some problems with this. And uh, I think that um, uh, Julie, my ex, had some problems with this with Chase when he was little. Chapter 76, don't let your kids sleep in your bed. Kids are awesome. We love them to death. We'll do just about anything to make them happy or to make them shut up. When a kid cries at night because he doesn't want to go to bed, it's a quick and easy fix to just let him sleep in bed with you, right? Why not? It's better than having a miserable night of crying. Well, wrong. I know people who simply cannot get their kid to sleep in his own bed at the age of five or older because his parents let him sleep in their bed when he was little. They put the kid in his own bed, and 10 minutes later, he cries to get in bed with them. So rather than lose sleep, the parents give in, which only makes the whole thing harder to fix. Don't give in the uh, into the temptation. Both you and your kid will be better off. Um, and it's totally true. Uh, listen, I know a lot of new parents to listen to the podcast and uh, I, I've never quite understood that. Um, uh, I used to sleep in my bed with, uh, in bed with my mom or my dad once in a while when I was little and it was a real treat. Like, I mean, maybe once a year and it was never like I'd sit there crying at their bedroom door. It was more like, Hey, do you want to sleep in bed with us tonight? Yeah, that'd be cool. But listen, if you ever have kids, just don't. Don't give in to the temptation. And I'll bet you there are people who would argue and say, you know what? My daughter loves sleeping with me and I love her sleeping with me and she loves it and it's a great thing. Okay, well, you know what? If it works for you, who am I to judge? Who am I to argue with that? But if you don't want them sleeping with you, 
if you're a couple and you'd like to have sex once in a while or you'd like to cuddle naked um, or you'd like to, I don't know, whatever, have the freedom to roll over and cuddle, whatever, then I would say don't get into that habit. So there's another chapter for my book. Check it out. It's called Take a Shower, Show Up on Time, and Don't Steal Anything. Uh, you can download the Kindle version. You can get the uh, the book at bookstores or on Amazon or itaskabooks.com. Um, we have a Facebook page. It, of course, is Take a Shower, Show Up on Time, and Don't Steal Anything. I, always, I, I try to post something on there once a week or so and always welcome your comments or at least go like the page. I would appreciate that. That'd be awesome. And rate the podcast, if you will. Take a second and rate the podcast. Uh, give it a couple of stars or none or five or whatever you think and leave a comment on there. And um, the best, the, the number one way people find out about podcasts is through word of mouth. So if you know somebody who listens to the show then um, or you think might like the podcast, let them know. I want to give a special shout out to Tracy. I met Tracy today at the dog meetup and uh, Tracy is, I don't know, I don't know how old Tracy is, but she has a girl who's about 13. I'm going to guess Tracy's 35 or so, something like that. And Tracy said the nicest thing to me today. She said, you know, I kind of think of you as a father figure because I don't really have a father figure in my life. And, uh, and I thought that was really nice. And what was really interesting and very flattering to me is that Tracy is African-American. And I thought, isn't that an interesting thing that it goes back to we have way more in common than we have differences. So here's Tracy looking at an old white guy, and she was so kind to say that she thought of me as kind of a father figure. I got tears in my eyes. I was like, wow, that is so sweet. So why did I bring that up? I'm not really sure. There was a reason. I swear I had a reason when I was bringing that up, but it doesn't uh, doesn't uh, come back to me right now. Anyway, oh, just a shout out. I think it was all just to Tracy, and I appreciate that. Um, uh, have a great week. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Uh, send a comment. Send an email. Uh, recommend it to your friends. Um, and by the way, check out Fallon's podcast, Heartbroken with Fallon. It's excellent. And also check out Steve's podcast, of course, Murder Monday, if you like true crime. It's a great podcast. He does it every week. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to Take a Shower, Show Up on Time, and Don't Steal Anything. We'll see you next week. Thank you.